It's time for some reflections. Hey there, welcome back. This is Reflections, yet another bonus episode from M's Books and Cats podcast. And in this one, I am talking about all things health-related, physical, mental, all that good stuff, and also about my attempts at yoga and meditation. (laughs) So let's talk about the last week or so. I've been having a really rough time lately, as I mentioned in the last episode of Reflections, before I skipped, like, the last week and a half. (laughs) So anyway. I had a doctor's appointment recently, just a yearly physical, nothing major. And I love my doctor. She is no nonsense and kind of (laughs) blunt. But honestly, that's what I want from a medical professional. But it's also one of the reasons that I dread going to the doctor. It's not really her fault. There are a lot of other reasons. (laughs) Um, And I really don't want to be coddled. But sometimes I leave there and I'm just like, damn, you know? And this one was wild. (laughs) Last year, I was having a panic attack on the way to my appointment, and I ended up being 100% fine, except for the, you know, dreaded persistent obesity, of course. (sighs) That one's never ending. (laughs) And this year, I felt pretty good. I felt calm. I wasn't freaking out, and I was determined to handle it all calmly and controlled. And it still backfired somehow. I was hoping to have my meds adjusted because they've been a little off, like I just don't feel like they're working 100%, which happens, you know, they take tweaking. But somehow during our conversation, my doctor latched on to the possibility that I might be bipolar. (laughs) And that was a bit of a blindside. I have considered that before because it presents in the same way as some of the other things that I have. It can be really hard to kind of sort out what is what, you know? Because there are so many overlapping symptoms, I guess. But yeah, so I've considered it before, but it never really seemed to fit me. Like some of it did, but not entirely. Um, She disagreed. (laughs) And she wanted me to talk to a psychiatrist before she would do anything with my meds, just in case. Which I do appreciate. These are not meds that you want to mess around with. But also... If I was bipolar, then the meds that I'm taking now would be the totally wrong meds, you know? So anyway, I understood all this. I did try to explain to her that I do have complex PTSD, and I told her that I also thought that I probably had ADHD, which, again, lots of the same symptoms. And she was like, oh, you definitely have ADHD, which I thought was kind of odd because, like, we've never talked about that. (laughs) It seems like something, I know she's not, like, doing the mental health portion, but it seems like something you might mention before now. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, so that was strange. And she would not let go of the bipolar thing. So, and then of course you throw on some more shaming about my weight. Um, Not a ton. She's not really bad about it, but you know, she just, they all say the same thing just over and over and over again. And she seems to like, she treats me like I have no idea. Like, I haven't been on a diet since I was eight years old, you know, like either on or off. But I know the calorie count to everything and changing what oil I use is not going to change my life. And I've also been trying to explain like, like for me, food is not just like intake and like exercise. 
there's a mental component to it, and mine is complex and messy. And she even asked me, like, oh, have you tried tracking your food? And she didn't really, she seemed shocked and, like, she didn't really believe me when I told her that I had been consistently tracking my food since I was eight years old and that I had taken this last year off for my mental health. (laughs) So, yeah, I, I have a little bit of experience with tracking my food. And, you know, back in the day, we did it in a notebook, so I also know, like, the calorie counts of everything. You know, (laughs) it's an obsessive sort of thing. But yeah, so I went through that whole thing again. Um, You know, I, I don't know. I wish there was a more collaborative effort between mental and physical health professionals. I feel like we'd be better off if they worked together. You know, it's just exhausting to try to explain yourself and be understood like every single time you go to the doctor. Anyway, (laughs) so after this whole ordeal, I, of course, panicked. I was actually kind of surprised by how much I reacted to the idea of being bipolar. I don't know why, really. Um, I mean, I have some ideas, but it's not like it changed anything in my reality. I've been living with my weird brain, like, my whole life. So, you know, it was just a change of labels, and I didn't know why I was reacting so strongly. I think it's probably because I spent like my whole life trying to achieve perfection and acceptance, you know? And while I rationally know that perfection is not only subjective, but also completely impossible to attain, I don't know. I tried for so long. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Trauma. So anyway, I was worried and panicked, and I messaged my therapist almost immediately. I am so grateful for her. We have been working together for quite a while now, and she knows how to talk me down when I get worked up. And she also knows how much I read about psychology. It fascinates me, so I read a lot about it. And she's willing to talk to me like a person who, you know, might have some knowledge on various topics. Not every single time I see her, she treats me like I have never seen an apple before. (laughs) Sorry, a little hung up on the weight thing. I hate going to the doctor. Uh, Anyway, my therapist took me through the DSM criteria for bipolar. I think it's called the DSM. It's the big book of psychology, basically, like the thing that's used to diagnose mental illnesses. So there was no doubt about the depressive part, But that can also just be straight-up depression, which I definitely have. (laughs) The doctor was more unsure about the mania part, which is why she wanted me to talk to a psychiatrist. And that was the part that we kind of went through super carefully. And no, I am not bipolar. I didn't think I was. It really didn't match up. Um, Some of it did, sure. I have highs and lows. But it's definitely complex PTSD, mostly. And... Nothing as long-lasting or intense. And I also probably have ADHD. I mentioned my doctor's comment to my therapist, and she agreed that I most definitely have it. And her specialty is ADD, ADHD. So we started an assessment for it, and I can already tell just from the questions I've answered that I definitely have it. I mean, there's just no question. (laughs) 
She said she would write something up for my doctor, so hopefully that will take care of the the bipolar thing. And she also told me that there is a non-stimulant medication for ADHD that she knows uh, some other adult women around my age have had good luck with. So I'm pretty hopeful with that. I am always a little apprehensive about medications because I'm always worried that I'm going to tip the balance in the wrong direction, you know. (laughs) But I've also heard that having late diagnosed ADHD and then taking medication can be like life changing. And I know that there are certain things that are simple things that I should be able to do that are incredibly hard, I think, because of ADHD. And I have heard that medication can help with some of these things. So I don't know. I don't have to decide yet, luckily. (laughs) It's going to take another session or two to finish the assessment. And I think I go back to my doctor in like two months or something. So I've got some time to think about it and do some more reading, which is great. (laughs) I'm hoping that maybe someday I will understand my brain, but who knows? Maybe I won't. (laughs) And that's kind of where I've ended up this week. Uh, I'm thinking about acceptance, really. Like, I'm pretty sure I know what's up at this point. I have complex PTSD and ADHD, maybe, probably. Although I guess the H part is less common in women, so maybe just ADD, but then I'm also a pretty hyperactive person, like, sometimes. (laughs) But, you know, either way, that's kind of what I'm working with. And I think I'm entering a time of just learning self-acceptance, and hopefully some self-love might come with that, too. (laughs) That was a big factor that made it obvious that I am not bipolar. I have never had thoughts of grandiosity. (laughs) Like, I laugh because (laughs) it's so absurd. I've never, ever thought that I was even as good as anyone else, let alone, like, better than anybody else. So, yeah, that was a big check in the no column. (laughs) Yeah, I'm still trying to wrap my head around self-acceptance. I know that it's what I need to focus on now, but I'm still a little unclear of how you go about healing that kind of stuff. But I'll figure it out, I guess. It's all a process. (laughs) I also recently dropped my meditation practice, too. I also haven't been great about meditating lately, which, uh, you know, probably helped with that whole downswing time. And I need to pick up meditating again, and I think I'm going to focus my meditations on self-love and acceptance, and we'll go from there and see what happens. (laughs) Another thing that I need to accept is that I am a terrible self-sabotager, which (laughs) brings me to the yoga section of this week's reflections, and it's another dropped week. Just like the meditations, I have taken off over a week and a half from yoga, and my body hates me. (laughs) My shoulders and neck feel like they are made of stone, and it hurts. All of the tension in my body is collected at the base of my neck right now. It's not pleasant. (laughs) And this is how I always end up in these downswings. I stop taking care of myself because, honestly, sometimes self-care can become just completely overwhelming. Like, I just don't have the energy to do all the things I need to do to, like, keep myself even and positive and all that good stuff. 
And so I skip stuff and then it snowballs <laughs> and, and my mental health takes a nosedive. I'm realizing that this might be a thing that I need to just learn to accept about myself. I've always had this like stupidly optimistic belief that I could somehow stop it from happening or, you know, quote unquote, fix myself. <laughs> but it's not about fixing. It's about accepting. I can manage this cycle so that it happens less or it's shorter or it's less intense. I've already done a lot of work with that. And I can manage this and I can live with this. You know, every time something like this clicks for me, I feel like a real idiot for taking this long to figure things out. Um, but I guess I'm doing what I can. <laughs> if anyone else struggles like me or in any way, really, I highly suggest that you get a team together to help you manage. It's not something that you can do alone. And trust me, I am the queen of trying to do everything by myself. Thanks, CPTSD. <laughs> but I am really happy to have a few people that will call me out and then hold me up. Um, they keep me moving toward improvement. And overall, they add so much goodness to my life. Like, if I stop and look year to year at the growth that I have made in the last few years since I took on help, <laughs> since I started asking for help, it's incredible. It's, it's leaps and bounds more than I made the entire time I was trying to go it on my own, you know? And it's wild. <laughs> it's amazing. So really just work to find your people. I went through a bunch of doctors until I found one that worked with me. We clicked. I like her energy. I like her style. Like, it just works. And you really need to find those people because it matters that you're comfortable and that they provide the care that you need in a way that you need it provided. I was kind of trained to not ever have my own wants and needs. They were definitely not as important as everybody else's. And I kind of have always just accepted whatever was given to me, however I could get it. And it has been a huge step just learning that, like, I have value and the things I want and the way that I want it has value. So just keep that in mind because I know sometimes it can be hard to think anything you have is of value. <laughs> but you are a valuable person and you deserve to be comfortable and cared for. So find some people that will provide the care that you need. And yeah, lecture over. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, my goal for the next episode of Reflections is to have brought yoga and meditation back into my routine because I know that I will feel a thousand percent better. I just need to take some sort of small step to get the snowball rolling in the other direction, you know, like to get myself back into doing all the good stuff and get myself out of this slump, you know? Um, and if you're having a bad time right now, just try to do one thing for yourself, just one thing that you enjoy or makes you happy. It can be the smallest thing or do one thing that is care. Brush your teeth. You know, I mean, that's a big one. That's hard sometimes. But just one tiny thing. And honestly, if you can't do that, if it just isn't going to happen, get comfy in your bed and take a nap, you know? <laughs> See how you feel after you take a nap, because sometimes we just need rest. Like, we just need to shut off completely and just heal. And there's nothing wrong with that. Anyway, 
Take care of yourselves. And I hope you have a beautiful week. Peace. A Media Production.